Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Three ways to shut up the bully in your head. Once and for all, I don't know about you, but that bully has been ruling a lot of my life. And I'm not a really young person, so it's <laughs> that bully's had a full-time bully. That bully. bully has had a full-time job. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Do you have a bully? I have a massive bully. I feel like I'm constantly being bullied. <laughs> constantly. I do slap her in the face every now and then, but she comes back. Oh, she keeps coming back. So it's a female. Yep. Hmm. It is. So if you are the type of person that has always got this little devil or this little thing or this voice in your head or a gut thing that's always telling you up, it's always picking up fault, it's always highlighting the things that you're not doing. Like it just has a mouth and a brain of its own. And if that's you right now, then this podcast is for you. Because we are going to, what are, we're going to talk about what is bullying. Yeah, what it what is. Else, what else we want to cover today? We're going to have some steps. Three. Ooh. Three critical things that you need to do to slap your inner Boom. bully in the face and have her lying on the ground. Or him. You might have a him. I have a her. And mm. fear not. Because we've got these three fear killer not. steps that are going to shut him up for mm. good. As long mm. as you take the action, we talked about this on other podcasts, you have got to take action, deliberate yes. action, and we're going to give you the three steps that you need to implement mm. to start taking back control and getting rid of that inner critic, that real little demon, the little bitch, whatever you want to call her, in your head. So we all actually have, like, I know you don't think it, we all actually have that little bully in our head, yes? Even the people that you think... Uh, like, they don't have a bully. They've, they're so confident. They, they know exactly what they're doing. They have a little bully in their head too. So the one who loves to tear us down with negative self-talk. Fear not, my friend, because today the three killer steps are going to shut them up for good. Like, shut them up for good. That's what we want to be able to do today. So if that's what you need in your life today, oh my gosh, get ready. This is going to be pretty laid back, isn't it? It's going to be laid, laid back, back, but it's going to be... Funny. Yeah. Gonna be funny. No nonsense approach. We're gonna like yep. boot her to the curb. We're gonna kick her out. Right. Together, we're gonna have some laughs though. It's really important. So you can't do this seriously, so we're gonna have a little laugh. Yeah. We're gonna share a few insights. I've got some stats for you today which are gonna blow your mind. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna take some steps towards getting more confident and more self-love and loving you. Isn't that cool? Like that's what it really comes down to. That critic inside is all about confidence and self-love. Mm. So, there we go. Let's talk about note, why I'm, do we bully ourselves? Okay, I'm just going to have a drink, Sam, because I think I need a drink. Okay, why mm. do we bully ourselves? Well, bullying ourselves, also known as the self-bullying or negative talk, mm. it's a complex thing, all right? Mm. That you have, that basically so many, you can have so many, so many variations. Why, eh? Yeah, But there's so many reasons why we do it. Like, mm. uh, num- I guess number one would be like our inner critic. Yep. And... 
let's take, tell Check us about the inner critic. Well, it's like having that inner voice that evaluates everything you do. Every, every action you take, all the behaviors and all the thoughts, nonstop, judging, 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 judging in your head all the time. Mm. And sometimes that inner critic becomes overly harsh and really critical. Sometimes. And it makes you cry on the inside, right? And, you can't, and it constantly finds all of your, your faults and all of mm. your shortcomings. I'm sure you've noticed there's certain days, it could be lots of days, it could be every day, where you go down this path of everything you touch, everything you do, everything you think, everything you say is terrible. You found all the bad stuff in, your, in yourself in that whole day. You could not see the light from the clouds, not even once. Mm. Yeah, And that inner critic may have developed from... Um, internalized negative messages that have been received from other people so you might have been told things when you were a kid by your parents or by your teachers or by your friends that have dragged you down and made you feel bad about yourself and then you judge yourself all the time maybe there was a lot of pressure at to be a certain person or be a certain way or you had a sibling that was a certain way and you wished you were like them they were perfectionists so they projected all of their stuff on you because they found fault in you and then your faults were highlighted and instead of just accepting the fact that you're a kid and you mess some stuff up everybody highlighted it so now guess what you're highlighting your faults so Whew, that was a heavy thing. Yeah. Now, wasn't. There's a really amazing statistic I found. This blew my mind, actually. Mm. So there was a study that was published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. So a good one. Um, researchers found... <laughs> Does that mean that the rest of your stats aren't that No, good this was then? a good one. It's, very, it's not just a bullshit one. It's the Journal of Personality and Social um, Psychology, mm. right? And the researchers found that the average person, right, has 50,000 thoughts a day. So we kind of... For the record, we, I probably have a... 100,000, probably, yeah. My mind. So 50,000 thoughts per day. And about 70 to 80% of those thoughts tend to be negative self-talk driven by that inner critic. What? 70 to 80%. You are in the right place because, like, when you live your life like that, can you imagine if you could just cut that percentage down? Like, if you cut that down even by 10% and you were only having, like, 60% of the inner critic that was doing the negative self-talk. Like, imagine that. Like, Mm. just 10%. How would your life be different? And just to put that in, like, numbers, because sometimes percent, oh, yeah, Mm. 70, 80%, whatever. That's, like... 35 to 40,000 negative thoughts a day. Wow. You do that for a week. Even if you did 35, let's say you were on the good end, 35,000 times 7 is like 24, 25, no, 120, 200, 200, I don't know. Here we go. What is it? 240, 250,000 negative thoughts in a week. That's some heavy lifting to your brain. No wonder we're constantly (laughs) exhausted. Like, do you get it? No wonder we're we're just wasted. Like, we're just fried. Our brain is fried thinking about negative self-talk. That is driven by the inner critic. It's crazy. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. I'm having a negative thought right now about how negative that I get to be negative. (laughs) Anyway. All right. And perfectionism. Like, tell us about perfectionism. Like... Well, if you're striving... Because that can lead to self-bullying, right? Yeah. I think they kind of... They fit together really well, mm. those two. Because if you're striving for perfection, you um, this can really lead to a lot of self-bullying because you set Guilty. yourself impossibly high standards and 
constantly berate yourself for not meeting them. Does that sound familiar? Maybe that's you. Maybe you're the type of person that says that you're going to do something, you get close to achieving it or accomplishing it, and then move the goalpost. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's your strategy to keep you safe and to keep bullying yourself. Or you set such high, unrealistic mm. targets for your goals. Like all goals are achievable, mostly, unless they're ridiculous. But every goal is achievable. But if you say you want to lose 50 kilos by tomorrow, you're not mm. going to do it. You're not going to do it by the end of the week. You're not going to do it by the end of the month unless you chop off your legs or something. But we set ourselves up for failure. And then you get to be the self-critic and you get to self-judge. And Brene Brown, like, again, like, Brene, you need to invest some time into some of her books. I actually don't know if she does podcasts. I, I, I oh, should look this up. I haven't actually listened to her on podcasts. So there you go. You can do YouTube. But what she says is perfectionism is a 20-ton shield that we lug around thinking that it will protect us. Thinking that it will protect us. When in fact, it's the thing that's really preventing us from taking flight. God bless that woman. Like she is so insightful. She just says exactly how it is and that lands. Like it's a, like we just carry this weight around us and we actually think it's protecting us when actually it's not. It's our brain's way to keep us, keep us safe. So number three is comparison. So basically in today's super connected world, like we are super connected, mm. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or as my mum would say, um, talk face or um, twit brain. What is the other one? Twit, twit book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> twit book. But you know, <laughs> Love twit face. Yeah. I love it. She called it twit face once. That was brilliant. <laughs> What's this twit face thing? <laughs> anyway, moving on. All right, it's easy to compare ourselves with other people because you've got mm. it in your face 24-7. It's usually the first thing you do in the day and the last thing you do at night and everything you do in the middle of the day. Constantly measuring yourself against what others are achieving or what they appear to be achieving. Yes, yes. All right, I think that's a big thing because we all know that Instagram is fake. No one looks like that because they've got all the filters going on and they've got the, oh, the no, green screen. Oh, no, I do screen. look like that, Sam. Oh, because we're, we're normal. We don't know how to no, use all that I stuff. I don't know how to use a filter. <laughs> yeah, but I have used right. it once. I was like, man, you're lucky you've got a wife that looks this good. Like, right. look at that wife. I'm lucky already. I don't need a filter. Goodness <laughs> me. Um, and so that sort of that fear of, well, you fuel self-bullying when you're watching what other people are doing. Or you think that they're doing. And it, and we feel inadequate mm. and like we're not good enough. And you really see this now. I, I really feel for young teenage girls and boys, but, you know, girls especially, the, the amount the pressure, of right? pressure, pressure on them to be and look a certain way and to be... Like when I was at school, we had magazines. It was all in magazines. Now it's on your hand 24-7 and, and it's on just the TV. And on, oh, yeah. It's everywhere. Like, I don't, is magazines still a thing? Anyway. Comparison is the thief of joy. So I want to encourage you to really embrace your own journey and celebrate your unique path. You don't need to compare yourself to anyone else because there is only one you. There is only one you. And when you invest time trying to be someone else, that bully is just going to have a field day. Mm. So the other thing, I guess, is past experiences. Like Sometimes we've had negative experiences or trauma or past failures even that can lead to lasting impacts on our self-perception. So 
You know, there's many, many times in our lives where we have one thing, like a critical error, we call it, or a mistake or a failure, and we hold on to that and we just keep blowing it up and we relive the story and we relive it so much we become master catastrophizers. So maybe you can relate to that because I certainly can relate to that. Have we done a podcast on catastrophizing? I think we did. No, we've talked about it. I think we have done one. Wowzers. Like, that was a big wake-up yeah. call from Rob Dahl, right? So those experiences can contribute to a negative self-image and self-bullying as we internalize. Like, most of us don't verbalize it. We just keep it inside. And we belittle ourselves. We don't want to share our shame with the world. We don't want to share it with our partners and our spouses and our colleagues at work and our family because we have shame. We think that it's shameful that we failed and we're not living up to someone else's expectation. So those past experiences can make that inner critic just turn into a toxic bitch. Like, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I've done past experiences, even business deals and we've done property and we've you lost hold on to it, hundreds right? of oh. yeah, many, many dollars. It's like, whoa, two years later, I'm just still crying about the amount of money that we lost. However... You don't want to live your life like that because you remember what Sam said, those 50,000 thoughts, mm-hmm. right? And and that inner critic, whoo, that's a huge percent. Your past does not define your future. It actually prepares you. So again, I want to encourage you to embrace the lessons, let go of the pain and create a future that empowers you. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. And then number five is low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. So when we have low self-esteem or a lack of self-worth, we may be more prone to doing Mm self-bullying because you you have a low confidence level. So you tend to just be a real bitch to yourself. Like, it's ridiculous. Negative talk becomes really habitual and it's the way we respond. And we keep reinforcing our negative self-perception by just constantly bullying ourselves over and over again. It's like a stuck record because we become so used to it that we probably don't even realize that we're doing it. So mm. for a lot of us, we would have been doing this for years and years and years. It's just who you are. You don't even recognize it. And I hope that today you've actually gone, mm, actually, I do think a bit negatively sometimes. Or oh, maybe I do it more than I thought. Like actually having 60, that awareness. 70%. Yeah, 60, 70%, 70% is massive. Mm. That's a huge amount. Even if you're at the good end and you think that you don't, you're probably still hitting 50 to 60%, right? So there was another stat I found, according to the study conducted by Dove, and I'm assuming this is Dove, um, about 8 out of 10 women worldwide experience low self-esteem and struggle with body image issues, right? 8 out of 10 women. That's like 80%. So Mm. if you were in a room with 10 women, there would only be two people in the room that didn't have a problem with their body and weren't struggling with something about their body. And, you know... Owning a woman's only gym for, you know, coming up to 20 years now, but but being in the health and fitness industry for over 20 years, I would confirm this step. Oh, 100%. I reckon 8 out of 10 is probably a little bit lower. I would would go 9.7 out of 10. Mm. And we, I mean, we are in that industry where women just bully themselves. And they just, they, we all have body issues, even the perfect people. Absolutely. There's no, we're never happy. I mean, look at yourself. I'm sure you've had the experience where you've been on a, a diet, for example, and you've lost some weight, 10 kilos, 5 kilos, whatever. 
and you still look at yourself in the mirror after that and you've achieved your goal mm. and you still find all the fault. You still see all the I wish I had dropped five kilo, 500 grams oh, more. Oh, now look at I my new skin. I should have done that. I should have done this. Yeah, now I have the skin and now I have this thing here and oh, look at the cellulite and wow, look at my blah, blah. And we'll find something. Mm. And so basically it's... low self-esteem is a significant impact on your mental health and your relationships and your overall quality of life. It's not just the physical, it has a massive emotional effect as well. And self-bullying is not productive and it's not freaking helpful. So I wanna be clear about that. Recognizing the underlying reasons behind it can actually be the first step to breaking free from this cycle, from the patterns of our past, so that we can develop a healthier, more compassionate relationship with ourselves. So let's talk about the three steps that we can shut that bitch up. For shut good. her up. Shut her up. So number Done. one, we're going to name that bully. Number two, we're going to turn that bully into a cartoon character. I'm, I'm just going to say cartoon. Because yeah, sometimes I... Well, anyway, I want to say devil, but anyway. Cartoon. Well, you can have a cartoon devil. And then we're going to talk back. Mm. Well, I'm going to call it like a chat back. So, number one, let's think about name the bully. And why do we need to name the bully? Well, basically by, by naming the bully, you start to actually disassociate mm. the bully from you. It's not you. It's not Sam having a negative talk. It's the little bitch, like I said before. Right? So the little bitch, I call it the little bitch. So you name the bully and you give that pesky voice, the ridiculous, a really ridiculous name. Like you're given something stupid like Mr. Whiny McWinery or mm. Negative Nancy or um, maybe you have, you're suffering from anxious thoughts. You could call her Anxious Ange or whatever, like just give it a name so that it disassociates the, the actual negative side, that negative thing from you. It's not you, it's your negative, it's your negative little I bitch. call mine Baby Brat. Baby like, Brat. Baby Brat is back in the house. Like I just feel some days I just need to be a brat like that inner child just needs to come out and have a tantrum. I'm like, oh bitch is back like oh and sometimes when she's like the fierce bitch she's like bitch is back so if you just give the name i mean give the bully a name it detaches from you by calling it out like i can just say oh my gosh the brat bitch is back today like baby brat, baby brat is in the house it doesn't matter what you call it but have a name that you can relate to that works for you by calling it out you strip its power and you show it who's freaking boss yep. so it means it's, there's a part of you that's doing that you are not that person but the part of you says i just feel like being a damn brat yeah all right no now the cool thing is now you got to turn her into or him or her number it. two you got to turn it into a cartoon character. So you gotta, why does that? Why? Why do you have to do that? Well, because you got to make it like something that you actually just can't help but laugh at. Yes. Right. It's got to be something ridiculous that you just can't help yourself. Like you, you got to disassociate first. You take the name. You go. It's oh, the little bitch, and then you imagine her being like Pretty with bitch. with. I imagine right now the first thing that popped into my head that made me think funny was a toilet plunger spunked on the top of her head so she had this toilet plunger with a big stick out the top 
and that would be the little cartoon character that should be running around with a little grass skirt and a toilet thing on her head. That would be my. That's it's so ridiculous that you can't. You like, want to make it ridiculous yeah. though, like it's got when to be you do this, goofy you, and funny. Yeah, because we're looking for the detachment, and you want to just make it as goofy as you can. Like make it, make it so ridiculous that it makes you laugh. You want it to be so silly that you can't even be serious with it. That's the thing. And you got to add the voice to it too. Yes, you have to add the voice. Right, so here I'm in my little, sh I've got like really short little legs and this little grass skirt that runs along the ground and my belly button is sticking out and I'm running around with like this little bikini top with a thing on my head going, oh, you are so stupid. You think you don't, you don't know anything. You're such a dumb bone. And you can't actually stop but laugh at that. You can't. It's hilarious. And we've actually run, at our retreat, we did, we we broke this down, didn't we? And we all had to talk like that. We had to stick our fingers on our nose. We make it ridiculous. It's a whole other, <laughs> yes. But we don't want, we want you to come to the retreat, so we don't want to talk to you about that. But it was hilarious. We're detaching and then we're giving our, that part of us, an identity. Make her fun. Yeah. Like, I just make it fun. I make it so ludicrous. Like Sam said, she just gives it, like, a Donald Duck feature. You can do whatever works for you, but what you want to be able to do is detach so that you are not owning that part of you. You're just removing that part of the identity so that you can get on with your life. And the inner bitch or the inner critic, whatever you want to call her, is not controlling your life. All right, number three, talk back. Talk back. Okay. So stand up to that bully. Give her a taste of your own medicine. Like, she's so used to ruling you. Like, we'd said to you, 60 to 70%. Like, she is the dominant bitch. Take your power back by stepping her out with a conversation. Like, challenge her. Challenge the negative statements with, a pos with positive affirmations. So, oh, Ursh, you can't do that. This is one of my classics. I'll just turn around and go, ah, oh, that's bullshit, bitch. And I will actually, like, Sam's actually heard me say that out loud. She's like, what? Oh, it's all right. It's about okay. She's talking to herself again. But if you actually verbalize that, and you and I say this all the time, don't I? It's, like, it's bullshit. That is bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. I've said it on the podcast yep. so many times. When stupid, ridiculous statements, that they are ludicrous statements. Like, you can't do that. You won't win that. You shouldn't try that. And you'll be ridiculous at that. And blah, 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 blah. When you notice that, just... That's bullshit, bitch. Get back in your shoebox with your toilet brush on your head. Yep. And stick the plunger. lid back on it. Plunger. <laughs> oh, it's a plunger. Plunger. And, if, and the other thing is, like, just do the a complete opposite. Yes. Oh, it's cold and raining. You go, oh, isn't it amazing? Just a little bit of rain. It's so cozy. You could just get a blanket and cuddle up on the couch. Or, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, I can't wait to eat. It's going to taste so good because I'm really hungry. It's just that you know? reframe. It's a it's simple a reframe. reframe. Like, you can't do that. Oh, yeah, I can, baby. Oh, yeah, Watch I me. can, baby. Watch me do it. Oh, yeah, I can. I am fantastic. I am unique. I am special. I am freaking phenomenal. I can do whatever I choose to do. You just need to quickly change it around. Um, and it's one of the best things, one of the quickest things to silence mm. that inner bully. The quickest thing is just to tell it to F off. 
just yell at it because a bully Love. hates the mm. the best way to get rid of a bully is to bully not bully them back but just Bullies, stand up right? and just be direct back because they're so used to being able to control everything then suddenly you stand up and you say something and they're like what i wasn't which, expecting that which is why i do this like your neural pathways are so entrenched in your brain because we're thinking 50,000 thoughts right 60, 70 to 80 percent of them are going down the same pathway all the time, all the time, all the time. So, unless you do something significant to stop them, they're going to be because it happens like that like it's like, woof, we're already there, and it's like, damn it, it's too late. So, we need to do something drastic, we need to call it out. So, just I tend to clap, boom, yeah, that's bullshit, bitch. Get back in your box, and I do, I'm very loud assertive I take my power back because my little brat bitch when she's like in fierce babe mode she's not going to listen to someone like me babe I know where you're coming from and it's okay what you're thinking right now she's gonna be like I'm gonna squash you like who are you like you think this and she will just those 70 to 80 percent it's gonna be like a hundred percent She's got full control. So I want to take my control back. I want to stand up to them. Stand up to her because she is a her. I should call him he. But anyway. All right. So there we go. Yeah. So the more you repeat these three steps, the faster you will silence yes. the bully in your head. So you got to start playing. It's a game. Play yes. the game. Play the so game. first of all, give it a name. Now you might have four or five or six or seven or eight or 12 different bullies in your head. So what so would you might... they be? What would they be? Like, I, like, what would they be? We've shared our bully names. What would yours be? Take a moment and think about it. Just make a name. It's the first thing that pops into your head. Whatever it is, put it in. All right. And then you're going to be evicting the bully in your head and interrupting the thought forces. Um, and then you start to see the truth. That's right. Right? That's the important thing. It's the truth behind it all. You are not stupid. You are not... Um, too big, too short, too tall. You are too not, old, you're too not young, too old. Too, yeah, you are just perfect the way you are. And the bully is just being a bully, and she needs to shut up and be gone. So remember, you are not broken. You are just definitely not broken. blocked, mm. and we need to unblock you. And these three steps are going to help unblock you. And that's not even. And remember that it's not even the voice in your head, right? Now that you can see that, you can separate yourself yeah. from that personality, that thing that's inside you. It's not you. It's not who you are. It's a part of you that you need to then make into a funny little comedian. Exactly. And just remember that you may not be able to control the bully all the time when he or she shows up in your head. Here's the thing, though. You get to choose whether you listen to it or not. That's a choice. So the next time they show up, apply these three steps. And that's our episode today. I'm super excited that I can't, I reckon this is going to be a lot of feedback one. I reckon this will be good. I can't wait to hear your names. Like go in the comments and give us your names. Share yes. yours. Like, yeah. you know what I'm like? I mean, hopefully you now got a pretty good idea of what mine looks like with the toilet plunger mm. on the head running around like a little. So I really want to hear what yours is. Um, and remember, this is the way to reclaim your self-confidence and yes. develop a more compassionate relationship with yourself. So we can delve into that psychology behind each step and you can use we, these, yeah. actually use the practical examples that we use and start implementing the strategies 
and then you get to inspire you can use the stories and share that with others here on this podcast or on um in the youtube and that might inspire other people to have a go at it as well and get rid of that inner bully yeah we're gonna we've rewired your narrative in your mind and we're embracing a mindset of self-compassion and self-worth oh love it high five that was cool all right go out there be freaking awesome start slaying your inner critic and show up as the fierce bitch that you are meant to be with love and compassion go and sprinkle some magic over somebody in fact three people this week you can do three people right because you you're going to be busy you're going to be putting out that inner bitch that inner critic so you're going to be busy doing her this week so three people need your magic because you don't know you don't know what they're going through right now so bring the energy bring the love to people around you until next week everybody have an amazing week thank you thank you thank you so much for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it please share it with a friend or share it on the socials and don't forget to tag me on hashtag mfm mind fitness mentor and if nobody's told you today remember you are loved you matter and you are more than enough remember don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode I can't wait to see you then.